Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome to episode number six of Speaking from the Heart. I'm really excited for today's interview, which is with Noah Snyder. Noah is one of the owners and operators of Arc Fitness, which is located in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, in the downtown area. It has a full-service gym where it not only has equipment that you can utilize for your health and also providing fitness instruction by many of its trainers with its partner, Next Generation Training, but it has a robust smoothie bar, which I have to tell you, full disclosure, we didn't talk about it in the episode, but it was really one of those highlights that I enjoy the most. Noah specifically is a very interesting individual in which he graduated from high school and realized that college was not something that he wanted to be part of after a few semesters of going at a local community college. So as a result of that, he started going into various other businesses. And that is something that we talk about in the episode quite a bit, which includes the car business, retail, restaurant industry, banking, even IT consulting, in which finally then he landed on being an entrepreneur of Arc Fitness. I really think that you're going to see and hear in this episode a lot about not only the importance of taking care of yourself, but how that can create a holistic picture for anybody if you're willing to take a step back and look at the human-centered approach, just like Noah has. But with that, let's get to the episode. All right, I am here with Noah Snyder. Noah, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you, Josh. Super pumped to be on here and be one of your first guests. Yeah, I'm really excited that you're here for my audience. I have known Noah for several years now, off and on, and I got really acquainted with him within the last year. He can tell right now, because since we're looking at each other, that I have been building a lot of muscle mass, even if it is imaginary, it's being built. But <laughs> Hey, man, Noah, the, brain, the brain's a muscle too, right? Yeah, the brain is a muscle, yeah. Noah, tell us a little bit about how you got started with the gym, because I think my audience would really be interested in how that sort of idea came to play for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard to even think of where to begin because it's been such a crazy journey, but we've been open for nine months in Mechanicsburg. So we opened in August of 2022 and it really started because I used to work at a gym years ago and I fell in love with the industry. You just are surrounded by so much positivity and generally people are really happy. I've been in industries like the restaurant business and retail where you're lucky to have anybody that's having a good day come in. I've also been in IT where literally people only call you when there's a problem. To be in an industry that is overwhelmingly positive and surrounded by people that are trying to better themselves is awesome. But I just never could find a gym or a gym owner that I worked for that really did it the right way in my mind. So I left and I got into corporate America, like a lot of us do, trying to climb the ladder and excel my career and just always had this itch that I was meant to do something entrepreneurial, something of my own. And about a year and a half ago, an opportunity came up to purchase the gym that I used to work at. And I talked to my wife, Anna. And I said, look, this is our opportunity to get out of corporate America and do our own thing. 
So we, we took the jump and entered into an agreement to buy that gym and things were going great. Smooth sailing. I'm like, oh, this business ownership stuff is so easy. Why does everyone say it's hard? And then right before we closed on the deal, the gentleman selling the club sold it to another business. He kind of sold it out from under me and it was devastating at the time. So I was left with this fork in the road of going back to work nine to five, or I kind of had this itch, like maybe this is my opportunity to truly start something from scratch. And clearly we're sitting here today because I showed the latter option. And from there, it was a hundred miles per hour. So we just kind of went all in and got the right partners and people involved and kind of reconnected with a lot of the people in the industry I used to know. And it has just been a wild journey. So that brings us to where we are today. And I would even venture to say we're well past the point of, are we going to make it as a startup? And it's more, where do we go from here? What's the current membership and all the different types of analytics you could tell us that you've been able to generate because of starting up with the gym? Is there anything you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm super transparent about that with anyone that wants to know, because I hate the secrecy around the industry a lot of the times. We have absolutely nothing to hide. When I put my business plan together, my goal was to have less members than a lot of the other commercial clubs out there. Your average chain gyms have four to 6,000 members in one location, but that's also why they're so busy. So I set a goal in the first year in business to hit a thousand members and kind of see where we're at and kind of go from there. So it'd be about a six as busy as, as a chain gym. We hit that in six months. <laughs> oh, wow. Which I couldn't believe because even in a year, I thought that was a pretty aggressive goal, but we ended up hitting it in six months. I've taken some actions to actually slow the growth down. But of our a little over 1,200 members now, as we're, as we're about nine months in, we have over t- about 25% work with a trainer in some capacity. Training is huge at Arc Fitness. Our training team, Next Generation Personal Training, is headed up by my business partner, Brock Wallach. And their focus is really, really personalized and science-based training. And the other 75% of our members pretty much have their own plan or their own program and just pay for a general month-to-month membership. So that's kind of the breakdown. At this time, we don't do all the extra classes and frills that a lot of these gyms have. We kind of just took more of a simple and honest approach and it's worked pretty, pretty well for us so far. I, I guess the expression in the gym business is you going back to the basics and being able to build it from there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes the simple is better. Yeah, Absolutely. Noah, I let my audience know a little bit about some of your high-level background, and I'm just fascinated about where you have come from to get to this point. I mentioned to them that you've had been involved with car business, you've been with retail, the restaurant industry, banking, IT consulting, all of those things. What were you looking for back then that really was trying to fit whatever niche that was? I think my audience would be really curious to know. I'm personally curious to know as to how you made the decision ultimately to say, yes, this is what I want to do. I want to be able to help people by getting them physically fit. What drove you to finally land on this? Yeah, that's a great question, Josh. And if I had to find one common thread in all the different jobs that I've had ever since I was 14, and by the way, my first job was working at McDonald's, I will proudly say that. It's typically looked down upon as just a starter fast food job, but I learned more working at McDonald's 
and you will deal with more difficult people in fast food than, than many other industries. And I'd say the one common thread was customer service and having an opportunity to make someone happy or solve a problem for them. I love solving problems. I love being able to help someone. And the gym is really unique and cool because you get to see the same customers or members, if you will, on a routine basis. And you get to build really, really good relationships with them because you're seeing them between three and five times a week, a lot of times. And it's awesome. And beyond that, we get to see them literally change their lives. And our approach is very personal. So they're not just customers. They become some of our best friends and we share stories. I've cried with members and we get so personal with them. It's hard not to. And you get to see them put in the work day after day. We help them out with accountability and nutrition and all that. But these people are showing up and I literally had a guy the other day and I won't mention his name, but he's lost over 60 pounds since starting. And it's probably been like four months. And he came up to me, he, he almost had tears in his eyes. And he said, no, if I hadn't joined the gym and started training, I honestly don't know if I'd be here today. <laughs> oh, and goodness. that was pretty impactful. And that's just the way the industry is, man. There's not a lot of other jobs I've had where you can truly have that kind of emotional entrenchment every single day. And yeah, I've experienced nothing else like it. So I said, why don't I just do this every day of my life? And I think a lot of people don't get that opportunity to really say to themselves, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. They get stuck in a nine to five job. I heard somebody, I had a friend of mine say, I get stuck in these W-2 jobs, the, the actual tax document that you get back. They, they are sucking the life out of me. And it's encouraging to hear you say that because it sounds like it's a true success story for you as to what you're building as maybe right now being a local empire, but it's going to be a big, vast empire of all these gyms that you're doing too, which empire is a good term. Just so everybody knows, it's not a bad term. <laughs> I'm curious, as you said something that really struck a chord with me, that it's about the emotional connection and trying to get to where people are really feeling. And I think for both the personal and professional development realm, which I typically deal with, it's really hard sometimes to change that mindset and try to get people to go in a direction that makes them feel like they're empowered. So for you, you've probably met a lot of clients already in the first nine months that have said, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I just don't know what I need to do. And I'm sure that there's a lot of resources specifically for from the gym, but for you particularly, what has been some of the things that you've learned as lessons that help you to overcome some of those barriers that maybe have been either erected either by others or by yourself or just the natural course of doing things and take it any way you like, whether it's the personal or the professional side. I'm just curious, how have you overcome that? Yeah, another great question. And I would say people generally hate going to the gym, right? Most of our society, you have like the 3% that are freaks and they love it and they get their energy from that. The rest of us, it's a means to an end because we want to feel good, we want to have energy and do all those things. And I can't tell you how many people are terrified just to walk through the front door, right? And there's a stigma about a lot of gyms. So 
one of the things that we've done, and I believe so far pretty successfully to overcome that, is we build that relationship. We make it welcoming. One thing I learned from a previous boss of mine was to learn everybody's name. Now, I don't actually know everybody's name, but I know quite a few. And I don't have a good memory, but if you take the time to learn someone's name and get to know them, it makes them feel welcome. It makes them feel valued. And when they're sitting at home deciding if they're going to go to the gym or not, and all the obstacles are running through their mind of reasons why they can't go or they don't have time or they don't have the energy, if they're like, oh, no, but if I don't go, Noah's not going to see me or, you know, at least if I go in, somebody that knows me is going to acknowledge that I showed up that day. I believe that does make a significant difference. And we've seen it kind of play out where people who started out in that camp of, I hate the gym, it's a chore, I don't know what I'm doing, they end up falling in love with it, right? We eliminate that fear, that feeling like you're out of place, foreign land by making you feel like part of our community. And then the second obstacle for a lot of people with fitness is accountability. Let's be honest, most of us, and I will in include myself in this camp, are not motivated or organized enough to keep ourselves accountable to stick with a fitness routine. I actually myself work with a trainer four times a week. Wow. And I'm there every single day, but it was even hard for me, even though I was there every day, to set aside enough time to focus on myself when I was so busy trying to serve everyone else. So the only hour a day that I truly dedicate to myself is that with my trainer. And he keeps me on track. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, I should go clean that floor over there or change this trash bag. It's like, no, no, focus. You can do that when you're done. <laughs> for a lot of people, for most people, actually, they need that level of accountability and someone actually checking in with them and helping them through the exercises and things they don't know to truly see those results. And I've managed to have, I, mean, I can honestly say I'm in the best shape of my life as a result of that in a pretty quick amount of time. It, is it both the physical and the mental that you feel better about? Is it a combination of both? What specifically has changed that makes you say that, that you feel like you're at the best? Everything. Because everything's connected. If anything in our life is out of balance, we feel it. If we're not staying active, if we're not working on ourselves, our energy levels are down, our confidence. For me, I'll, I'll be very honest, I'm self-conscious and a lot of us are. It's something we don't like to talk about, but the way that we feel impacts every part of our life. No, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not trying to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I definitely don't have his genetics, but if I at least feel good in my own skin, I'm going to perform better at work. I'm going to be different around my wife. I'm going to be different around anybody that I'm talking to in a positive way. And then I also feel like I'm more equipped to help other people. Because if I'm not taking care of myself, who am I to expect anybody else to do the same? It all plays together and you sleep better. You have more energy. For me, food is my weakness. I love to eat. But I think we all do. When I'm, <laughs> yeah, right? Let's, yeah. And you, you don't have to, I'm going to tell you, we, well, even when we're trainers, you don't have to cut out everything you love to eat. But I think when you're on a regular workout routine, like you tend to make better food decisions. I just worked out. I probably shouldn't go eat a whole pizza pie followed up by an ice cream sundae. <laughs> you know, maybe a slice and some frozen yogurt, mix it up a little bit. But 
I, I think it's just all about the mindset. And when the workout is the hardest thing in my day, everything else is a little bit easier too. So it's, I love that. I love that thought because it's so interesting for some people to be able to latch on to something that you've just said, which is just being self-conscious and trying to take that to a level where we are all feeling positive and all feeling interactive of each other. And it, a gym certainly supports that when it comes to the environment that you create. And I know that you really value that so much. And I've seen that personally one-on-one -on -one with not only you, but even some of the people that I've visited when I have gone to the gym myself, which yes, full disclosure, folks, I am a paid client of Arc Fitness and Noah's so happy and proud of me for doing that. <laughs> but I do, I, I do appreciate your support, brother. I, I know you do, brother. <laughs> but I want to pivot on this thought. When you see other people or even other individuals that are saying, well, you need to pay to find out what's going on here, or you need to invest in this product so that you know what its true intended consequences are. But yet there's no trust. There's no accountability with maybe that what they're claiming as those statements. What do you say to somebody, especially that is thinking about, well, I don't know if I really should join this gym or not, or whether I should really do this thing or not. Has there been a rule of thumb that you've told people to think about when it comes to their own well-being or their own health? What kind of tools have you given people to empower them? Because I think that's lacking a lot, especially when you hear advertisements about go to the gym. It's only $9.99 a month, no commitment fee. <laughs> and then you find out there's a yep. lot locked down into it and you get into the reads. I often, what do you think are some of those things that you often hear or what you tell from others about that sort of practice or that process? How do they dispel that? Well, first of all, uh, I've been in jobs where I was supposed to sell something. You know, I was in car sales. So do anything you got to do to sell a car, right? It becomes very difficult to trust when you say all the right things. And it's like, okay, what are you saying that's actually true? From the beginning, I've been really intentional about not trying to sell anything. And we don't sugarcoat it. It's hard work. It's not for everybody. And I'll tell people, you know, if you're not sure that you're ready to take this on, it may not be the time to do it. You're going to have to commit. You have to do the work. We're going to be here to help you. I often even turn around and joke with people because sometimes people come in, why should I join your gym? I'll say, yeah, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> or they say, what's great about your gym? And I'll tell them, look, gyms are the worst, right? But we're maybe the least terrible. <laughs> and, and they usually chuckle a little bit. And then I said, look, we're a gym. We have equipment. We have treadmills. We try to keep it clean. But what's different, I think, about our fitness is we're going to take the time to get to know you. You're not just a number. Our model is very personal. So, yeah, we charge more than the, the chain gyms out there, the Globo gyms of the world. I said Globo gym because it's a dodgeball reference. I'm not going to actually yeah. yes. out anybody. Yes. Because yeah. I got gym is at least there. Yes, no, no copyright strikes on that, by the way, yep. I, anybody that's listening. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Unless there's actually a gym out there called Globo Gym, in, that, in which case, I'm sorry. But it's just about being more personal. Our model, we're going to charge a little bit more, but we get to serve fewer people better than trying to overcrowd the place and making it a bad experience for a lot of people. 
that was a difficult thing to do because yes, I could have keep selling memberships, keep the cost at 10 bucks a month or something like that, but it doesn't serve our vision. And a lot of these chain gyms, they're hoping that you don't show up and that you can just pay your gym tax and never step foot through the door, which by the way, people do sometimes pay and not come. It's not for nothing. At least I believe in our case, because I look at it like insurance. You pay for car insurance every month. Just because you didn't use it doesn't mean it's not valuable because when you need it, it's there and it's accessible for you. I kind of look at the gym the same way. And when your car crashes and your insurance pays out that claim, they're able to do that because of all the other people that are paying their monthly premium. A gym is the same way. Your monthly dues, whether you're there or not, are allowing us to have six figures worth of gym equipment accessible for about a dollar a day to hundreds of local folks. People don't always think about it that way, but when you do, it's like, wow, okay, I'm not just throwing money away. I'm actually helping to support this community and literally making it possible for us to keep serving the people we do. And then whenever people are able to come in, whenever they're ready to go, we're there for them. And it's kind of been our approach. And I'm also proud to say our usage ratio is incredibly high. Oh, wow. So we'll see on any given day, 25% of our member base through the door. It's still not too crowded because we've kept the numbers down, but we have a very active user base. So the people that are paying are actually using it. For me, I'm proud to say that. Some gym owners would actually be proud to say that they're collecting a lot of money that people aren't using the gym. <laughs> That's not us. I love your human-centered approach to this because I think that in this world especially, we get so easily disconnected from having the dollars in our bank account or having the top-of-the-line equipment, which, my goodness sakes, I hope that my equipment is safe that I'm using at the gym. But you take it as this equipment is for everybody, and we are giving this back as something that will help everyone. And I find that so invigorating to hear because normally you do hear in the world of gyms, well, I'm giving you value and you giving back to this person. Well, that's all I need to give. But you're taking it a step further. Noah, what what makes Arc Fitness different from some of your competitors, you would say? Yeah, I mean, one, I hate contracts. A lot of gyms still are clinging on to contracts. Many have gone away from them because they've seen how damaging they are to relationships, but we don't do contracts. We don't trap people in memberships. Like go to most gyms and try to cancel and send them a message online. They're going to say, well, you have to show up in person on a Tuesday afternoon. It has to be below 60% humidity. <laughs> and we also need your grandmother there to, you know, it's like, obviously I'm exaggerating, but they make it so difficult because they're trying to keep people paying and hopefully you'll forget about it and it'll just keep going. We don't do that. We make it super easy on people to come and go as, as they wish. We don't charge extra fees throughout the year like a lot of gyms do. It's just super transparent. And I think our members really appreciate that. And you know what we found? When your experience leaving is as good as it is coming, you're either gonna come back someday if it serves you or at least have positive things to say when you leave. And as of this recording, I will say we currently have a five-star Google review. That's incredible. Um, 
you're going to get a bad review someday. Probably someone doesn't like what I was wearing someday or something. I don't know. You know, my, my, my hair offended them. <laughs> I can't make everybody happy. Um, but you, I venture to say you're never going to see anything on there about unfair business practices or lack of transparency, because I take all that really personally and it's all reflection on us and, and the way that we do business. So I'd say that's a big differentiator. We have that trust with our members. If people have a medical issue or something happens, we'll put them on hold. They can stop paying while they're not there until they can get better and get back to you in the clubs. Just little things like that. And I value our staff tremendously. We pay our staff really well. And I think they make the gym better. You go in, they know, they greet everybody by name. They go around, they check on everybody, see how they're doing, they're cleaning. And by paying them more than, you know, the typical 10, 12 bucks an hour that you're going to make at a desk job at a gym, they actually take a lot of value in what they're doing. And that allows Hannah and I to actually go home at, at 6 p.m. a lot of evenings and not have to worry about what's going on in there because I know our staff is awesome and they're taking care of it. So that's been a huge relief as well. And I think the, the last differentiator that would set us apart from other gyms is our community involvement. It's just something I've always been passionate about. We're always finding a different nonprofit locally that we can support with member dollars. So we actually reinvest member dollars back into the community. I'm a sucker for the sports teams, donations and all that. I hate saying no, because I just love seeing the youth and what they're doing in our community. And I will say, I try to limit it to people that are already members and their kids and their families, because like, you can't do them all, but we support the local, you know, Northern softball team and some of the booster clubs at Cumberland Valley and the Mechanicsburg Wrestling Club. And I don't know if anybody's going to see a banner and, and come in and join because of that. And I really don't care because these are our members that have already been supporting us. And so we can reinvest dollars to help support the things that they're passionate about. It's a win in my book. We've also been really involved with the business community. So a huge part of how we're even able to raise funds to start the gym was through business sponsorships. So we have dozens of sponsors that stepped up and helped us and supported us. And we gave them some marketing in return, but it's created this referral network too. Anytime somebody comes in, they're like, I need a deck done. Who do you recommend? I'm like, Chad Hopple with Westshire. He's awesome. He did our handicap ramps. I'll give him a, a shameless plug or, you know, who should I use for uh, print and marketing materials? Hot Frog was one of our diamond sponsors. So they've done a lot of our t-shirts and apparel and things like that. So we've utilized these businesses in return and they've supported us. And then I know anybody that sponsored us is already somebody that's more community minded to even do something like that. It's just cool. You got so many business owners and professionals that come to the gym. It's, and the greatest thing, Josh, everybody there, regardless of their status, their income, you know, how wealthy they are, or poor, we're all just there wearing gym clothes, right? Everybody's equal. So it's and super that, cool. That's the collection of all those people with various backgrounds being able to work on a common goal, which is something that I even been trying to generate in my own business with people finding their own voice to be able to tell that sort of story, regardless of what it is. Noah, before yep. we wrap up here, I have one last question. And I want you to think long and hard about this one. I'll stall for a moment or two so you can think about it. 
Sure. I know you've been open for more than nine months, and that was because of the pandemic, and there was still a lot of restrictions for some businesses when COVID was around, and you were helping people even virtually for that matter, either through the next generation training with Brock, as you mentioned earlier, your business partner, and even with what you were providing. Who is that one person that you can think of right now that has envisioned and just taken everything that you have given them and has tremendously transformed themselves in this period since you first started thinking about the concept of ARC Fitness? Is there anyone that comes to mind? And please don't mention their name, but mention just some characteristics of what you've seen about this person, if you could, because I'm really curious as to how you've been able to make this transformation for so many people come alive. And I'm sure you have one person in mind. And that is an excellent question because there's been so many people that we've connected with and been able to help in so many ways. I would say, and even thinking about it gets me kind of emotional, but the people that we've helped, it's funny. Yes, they've gotten more fit and have made progress in that way. But the emotional portion of things has been so huge. And there's someone I've spoken to. And I know these people pretty well. So I can tell when something's off. And there was someone at one point and they were just not themselves. And I could tell something was weird. And we were busy. And I thought, man, this person is not in a good emotional state. And so I said, hey, can you even talk for a minute? And I expected them to say no or no, I'm fine. Like we usually do. And they looked at me and they're like, yeah, that'd actually be cool. We kind of went over and sat down and they told me what was going on. And uh, I don't usually do this because I try to keep my business um, pretty separate from my personal life. But I asked if I could pray because I just felt like they needed something. And I just asked their permission and they said, yeah, that'd be awesome. And we sat there and we both just about ended in tears. And uh, they messaged me later and they said, I can't tell you how much I needed that. And I don't know what the full impact of that was, but it's those type of interactions and those things that go so much deeper than the physical component of things that I really think what we're there for and the lives that we can touch in that way. So it was a cool reminder of why we're doing what we're doing. It's more than the money, it's more than just the health and fitness. It's like, these are real people's lives. And we truly have this opportunity to look deeper past the service level that we so often stay at when we interact with people through our work and through our daily lives. And that's the coolest thing for me. And it gets hard sometimes. It's a challenging industry. It's competitive. It's always changing. There's days where I question, what have I gotten myself into? And moments like that are the reminder yeah, keep going. It's worth it. I'm getting teary-eyed over here just thinking about what that interaction might have felt like and just knowing that you could at least instill some words of wisdom or even just be there as a present being for that other individual that you were just discussing about. That's incredible. Yeah. And I think it just shows, Noah, the testament of yourself. And as I mentioned to the listeners earlier, I've gotten to know you a long time. And I think that you are one of the more genuine people that want to help people wherever they're at. It, and it just shows from some of the actions that you've just even talked about in this episode about 
helping people with the community, helping people just see that they can physically transform themselves. And you do everything in between that. And I feel like there's never a day that you ask for, I need a thank you, or you're so selfless. And I think that really has shown a lot. So as we wrap up here, I want to give you a few moments to just pitch Arc Fitness. Tell us where you're at. Let the members know. Well, let the members, let the audience know. I hope they become members, by the way. But <laughs> let our audience know. How can we reach out to you if we're interested in hearing more of your, your gym? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Josh. And appreciate all your kind words, man. It's been an amazing building relationship with you over the years and just seeing both of our lives kind of develop. But Arc Fitness is in downtown Mechanicsburg. We're on York Street next to Hops and Barley and Sal's Pizza in, in a long brick building. And we have 13,000 square feet of open gym space. It's clean. It's spacious. We do monthly memberships. And I would say for anybody that's interested, you can go to our website, which I know you're going to you know, put in the links, yeah. but it's yeah, www. I'll... Yeah, I don't know. Go um, ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah. I'll put in the show notes, but go ahead. Noah, you want to give it to them? Yep. Sure. It's just arcfitclub.com. All the info is on there. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. So you can DM us through those platforms. But what I would just say is just stop by. You don't need an appointment. We've always got some staff there that be willing to help you. I pretty much live there. So chances are you're running into me. <laughs> uh, if you come by or my wife, Hannah, who's there full time as well. But we would love to take some time to show you around, show you that not every gym is scary and dark. Our culture is really important to us. Respect. So ARC actually stands for accountability respect and knowledge. So we don't profile anyone based on the way they look. We judge you based on your actions. Again, I won't mention any chain gyms, but we are not a judgment-free zone <laughs> because something that exists, but rather we judge our members by the way they treat people. So as long as you come in with an attitude of respect and you take care of our environment, which our members do because it's like their home, it'll be a great gym for you. And we have a ton of equipment. But most importantly, we're going to get to know you. We're going to help support you in your goals. And Brock and his training team are some of the most knowledgeable and passionate trainers that I've ever experienced. And they don't do contracts. They don't ask you to sign something. It's not a sales pitch that they're going to sit you down and try to get you to sign the dotted line. They're super informative and helpful. And I have pretty high standards, so I won't let anybody like that into our area or partner with them in any way because at the end of the day it's our name on it come by and check us out if you have a goal in mind or you're just trying to get more active if you already go to the gym or if you just want to feel better and have more energy and improve every other area of your life spend an hour a couple times a week with us and i'm pretty sure you'll find that you'll get all those things and more you're, you're building something in the Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania community that I hope that my listeners, whether they are in Pennsylvania or worldwide, listen to the importance of your well-being and your healthy alternatives that you can instill. And I think you shared that so much. Thank you to your wife, Hannah, and to you and to Brock and his wife, all you guys building this awesome opportunity downtown and just revitalizing so many people's lives. Noah, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. And I look forward to keep on this conversation at some point, because I think you have so many awesome things to share with my audience. And 
I look forward to continuing to hear from your heart because this was really an awesome opportunity to explore some of that with you. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. And, and the one last person that I, I have to take a moment to mention because they're so crucial to our existence is one of my other business partners, John Neifert. He owns Bad New Opticians in Mechanicsburg. The gym wouldn't exist without him. I would say for anybody that's thinking about doing something like I've done, if you believe in it enough and surround yourself with the right people, they will find you and make it possible. And that is exactly what John was. He's one of the most selfless people I've ever met. And he actually believed in me before I believed in myself. Surround yourself with people like that. And you can truly do almost anything. Awesome. Thanks a lot too for John and his help with getting you started. But Noah, thanks so much. I appreciate our time. Hey, thank you, Josh. It was awesome. Listening to Noah really invigorated me that there are definitely genuine people in this world that want to help each other not only see the bigger picture, but also want to take an approach of not just the physicality of an individual, but wants to give everyone an equal opportunity as well to help achieve their dreams, especially in the fitness realm. So I want to give a special shout out again to Noah and being able to just create this vision on a piece of paper and turn it into a reality based on all the things that he has been able to do throughout his career, especially being that he has overcome so much with deciding what is most important. There are a lot of things that I could talk about, and we definitely talked so much about the importance of not only accountability in this episode, but understanding that we want to be able to help each other by seeing the acknowledgement and understanding of someone else and what they're going through. And what really touched me was the story that he had at the end when I asked him the question about the person that he has seen change so much. And I think that for many of us, we often think, especially in the business realm, that as long as I exchange the dollars and I provide the services that I guaranteed to the customer, then I'd done everything that I needed to do. And I think Noah is turning that tide of the business franchise that is about gyms. It is so easy to get into the mechanics of figuring out why somebody wants to join. And we could have a lively discussion back and forth about how you can do this by helping each other create some of that value through not only the exercise programs that they offer and even the smoothie bar, which again, we didn't talk about in this episode. But I think that biggest thing that really resonated with me was that you can have self-consciousness be a tool in your toolbox, which will help you to see what is immediately surrounding you and taking action where needed. Someone reminded me recently, outside of this episode, about the importance of self-care. And it's something that is becoming more of a topic, especially in our society, when we are discussing the needs of somebody that might be going through a traumatic or heartfelt situation that requires them to take care of some of the things that take them away from work. And I think Noah's story about how he has transversed all these different things to be able to become this best version of a gym that 
takes care of each other, but also when it gets really busy and you see someone struggling, you drop everything and you help them. It really resonates with the core of what we all are. Human. And we are all humans in this. If we're willing to understand and eliminate the fear and the insecurity that might be about approaching somebody and having just that conversation, especially when it comes to physical fitness, we can start to make strides about ourselves and our overall being that helps us to not only wake up in the morning feeling refreshed, but we're able to have energy throughout the day to dispense and be able to utilize for the activities that we are gaining influence over. That means if we are able to take the time to pray for someone, whether that is for thinking about them and helping each other become really something that they never thought they would be able to do, or even finding people that you surround yourself with that help you to become the best mentors to help you go to the next level, especially with this business partner, John, that he talked about at the very end, it really helps you to understand the bigger, more systemic issue that we're all facing. It is so easy to fall into the trap of saying, I know that I need to do this. I know that I can do this, but I don't know if I can really do this. I don't know if I have what it takes. And it's also so easy to say that these relationships are not helping me and we push them away. But what would it look like if we actually turn those relationships into strengths, things that we know that we can push ourselves to the next level? What if we took it and we used it as confidence? We use it in ways in which we can create some of that value that we often are looking for when it comes to having relationships with others. But what if we took all those things and we be able to push ourselves to become determined to see the best changes of not only within ourselves, but also with the people that are all around us, rooting us on every single day. I think Noah is demonstrating a good point for all of us in learning the vast importance of understanding what it takes to just take it one step at a time. And it's not just about the steps, but it's also about what you are able to do by just building something that is connecting. It makes you feel warmth inside your soul. It radiates within your blood vessels and makes your heart beat out of your chest knowing that you're doing such an awesome thing and it's taking you to new heights that you never imagined before. I think Noah is a prime example of someone that has really shown and demonstrated what it can be when you're able to surround yourself with those resources. So if you ever think that you can't do it, I think that Noah has certainly proved that wrong today and continues to prove that wrong for all time. Because I think if we're able to see that best version of ourselves, especially when it comes to understanding how we can build heart and character through all the experiences that we go through, nothing's impossible. We can be what we want to be. We can set ourselves out into that magical journey where anything can happen. As long as we see that value, that's all that matters. And I think that for us, that value starts with learning how to be able to create 
not only the benefits of accountability, but to gain respect and to learn knowledge. That is definitely the ARC way. Thanks for listening to episode number six of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.